Thanks for joining the Shooting Jays podcast. My name is Jessica Snee. And my co-host, Stephen Thompson. Uh, how are you doing today, Steve? Doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing good, and I'm glad sports are starting to slowly come back in. Yeah, all the crazy stuff going on in the world. It's, you know, I kind of miss sports, especially, you know, Celtics. Yeah. Um, so, quick off, Joel, just um, tell us a little bit about you and how you got into watching Celtics basketball. Cool. Yeah, like Jess said, my name's Steve Thompson. I have a company called Die Hard Boston Sports Fans. I've been, you know, I was born in 78, so like early 80s, you know, when Bird, Mikhail, those guys came around. Pretty much been a fan of the Celtics since birth, so like all of us Celtics fans know, the 80s have been pretty darn good for us, so with those battles with the Lakers, et cetera, you know. And then just kind of yep. took off from there. Yeah, mine's kind of similar, early 80s. Um, I remember, well, mid-80s. I remember the 86 championship. Uh, I was three years old watching it with my dad. So since then, I've always been into basketball and sports um, because of my dad. So. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. My dad and I used to yell at the TV, you know, with Johnny Most. <laughs> Yeah. Oh Doing yeah, we were yellow too. <laughs> so he was great. All right, so uh, yeah, so let's get into a little bit of the Celtics talks then. Um, players are supposed to vote on Thursday um, for a 22 game scenario. Um, this is how it would work. Um, it would be all 16 current playoff teams would be in it, and they would travel to Orlando. And then they'd also have teams that are within six games of a playoff spot also go to Orlando. So that would include uh, New Orleans, Portland, San Antonio, Sacramento, Phoenix, and Washington. Uh, this is supposed to pass overwhelmingly, supposedly. So how do you feel about that scenario? I mean, I don't like the extra teams, you know, above the top eight in each conference, but – and I they know why they're doing it. They're trying to get the as many teams as they can some revenue that they've lost. Yeah. You know, and they want couple Zion. months and oh yeah. Zion. Zion. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, I a mean, big draw. No, no way Phoenix or Washington should be going. Mm mm. You know. I mean, Portland, I can understand. You know, they're only like one or two games out. I, I can understand those. But, I mean, Washington six games out with, what, eight games left in the regular season? Right. Yeah. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but the other one was um, also was seeding one through 16, uh, no conferences. That one, <laughs> that one I don't like. I don't like it all. Boston gets screwed completely we would pretty much have to go through Philly, the Clippers, and Milwaukee to get to the championship. Yeah, they'd be they'd be dog-tired if they made it. You know, and the, the Clippers, they had some great games this year, but Kawhi, man, that's, that's not fair at all. <laughs> Rested. Yeah, especially playoff Kawhi, too. You know? Yeah. But look at on the other side, though, Lakers freaking play Brooklyn, 
and then they'd have to play either Houston or Utah. That the the hardest team they would play would be in the conference champion on that side. Well, not conference, but it would be end up being Toronto. That's the toughest team in their their whole conference. <laughs> yeah, trying to put it on a silver platter for LeBron. Exactly. That's how it seems. That and I don't like that kind of stuff. Like, can can you imagine like Larry or Michael or any of those guys back in the eighties, like wanting stuff like that just to be put on like a platter for him? No, no. That's why they didn't have super teams back then. They didn't like each other. They back then was great. They really did not like each other. They weren't buddy buddy and all friends with everybody like they are in today's game. Oh, no. I mean, you'd see clotheslines and stuff. Like, Lambeer, he was an instigator. You know, he lived on the edge playing. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, now they'll play a hard-fought game, and then they'll go eat dinner somewhere after. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying the players aren't giving it their all. They are, but they don't have that competitiveness like we saw in the 80s. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So... But yeah, so that's supposed to the 22-game scenario is supposed to overwhelmingly pass on Thursday. Uh, we will know, obviously, Thursday. If that does pass, that would mean that the start of the season would continue on July 31st. So I mean, like, the finals would be, like, October-ish? Um, actually, hold on. I do have uh, – it. October 12th is the, the day that the last game – game seven, no later than October 12th. So October twelfth okay. is the would be the cutoff. Yeah, and they would be, and then they'd have the NBA draft and the free agency to follow in October. Okay. So the NBA draft isn't gonna is gonna be pushed back till after the season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And are they still looking at starting the next season on Christmas Day? Um, I haven't really heard on that, but it definitely mm-hmm. is gonna get pushed back to December for sure. They can't. I mean. They're ending in October for the finals. Mm-hmm. I Just don't know. To, to me, I love the idea of starting on Christmas. I don't know about you, but it's definitely – I mean, because they've been fighting with the NFL for ratings forever. Right, exactly. And they also would push back – you know, push into summer playing. So it's not just baseball playing. Um NHL probably is going to be the same way because they're getting pushed back too, but um, it's all going to change now. It's going to be completely different. And I kind of like the new setup bit so far. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. It's trying times obviously. So you got to adapt just like everything else. So um, Jay, uh, there was a rumor that the Celtics may offer Jason Tatum a max extension. Um, I don't even know why these people write these things. There's no question he's going to get the max, not maybe get the max. Oh, he better. I mean, get the max or even offer him the super max. Why not? Yeah, well, um, yeah, if he yeah, if he makes uh, the all-NBA team this year, he'll be eligible for the super max. Wow. But, hey. um, but he's going to have to – he's going to have to – I was looking at, you know, who would be in the all-NBA teams and stuff, and – it pretty much looks like there's two spots roughly open, and he'd have to fight. It'd be probably between him, uh, Bam, uh, Siakam, and Ben Simmons. So 
ahead of Ben Simmons. He's injured and lost, you know what I mean, too mm-hmm. much. So he's, I think, and I don't see two of the Toronto getting in. So, especially how Tatum took off after the All Star game. Oh God, yeah. Yes, I mean, hopefully he's gotten some shots up. There was for a while when the coronavirus started. Like he didn't even have a basketball hoop at his house. So. He, <laughs> Hopefully he got something. <laughs> right. Yeah, speaking of um, the, the Corona thing, actually, it's uh, Grant Williams is actually staying with Kemba Walker, which I find the perfect match, honestly. Uh, Grant Williams is a hard worker, a stand-up guy. You know, he no, honestly, Kemba Walker is perfect for him, I believe. Oh, absolutely. You yeah. know, Kemba's the uh, anti-Kyrie. You know, he's leads by example. You know, he's not a jerk to his teammates. And he doesn't sit up, sit out games against his former teams. That kind of stuff. So I love Kemba. I thought it was a, a brilliant move, and they signed him. Really didn't see them getting in on him, so it was kind of like out of the blue for me. Yeah, it great, just came up kind of quickly, kind of quickly after the Kyrie choosing to go to Brooklyn. Yeah, it was like what Kyrie's leaving, and then like the next day, it was like, all right, Kemba's <laughs> coming to Boston. I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> so yeah, if Tatum uh, does get make the All NBA team, though, he'll make he could make two hundred and seventeen million. And wow. if he didn't make it, if he didn't make it, it would be. Only one hundred and eighty-one million. Only. That's it. <laughs> now Jalen got like one eighteen or something, right? Something like right around there. One fifteen. Yeah, one fifteen. Speaking of Jalen, I uh, just want to you know give a shout out to him for his leadership throughout what's going on right now. Um, he's at even Brad Stevens. They come out and said that Jalen's great on the basketball court, but he's going to be even greater outside of the court. Uh, that he's a great leader and he leads by example. Uh, so I just wanted to, you know, touch base on that uh, just a tad here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. He drove 15 hours to lead a protest in Atlanta. And it shows how much it means to him. I mean, it really should mean a lot to every one of us, not to get too much into it, but I mean, yeah. everyone should be treated equally. It's I can't even really believe it's a question and, 2020 but here we are it's got to change and like you said Jalen's amazing he's really taking a jump this year as well on and off the court I mean maybe it's just because it's more you know out in the open he's probably already done it always done it but it's just awesome to see you know Marcus Smart doing it as well in Boston the night after yep Cantor I mean, it's, I'm proud, I'm proud of our Celtics players, you know, for standing there peacefully protesting and doing, you know, doing what's right and trying to raise this awareness. Um, But yeah, just proud of our players, you know, for using their platforms the right way. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look at, like you said, Brad Stevens, he hasn't tweeted in three years and he felt the need to do a tweet about everything that's going on. So it's it's amazing. Like you, I love what our Celtics are doing on and off the court. 
Yeah. I now, hope all this crap's over soon. Just treat yeah. everyone equally. <laughs> Absolutely. You need yeah. It's uh it's sad that it's 2020 and we're having to still deal with this. Oh, absolutely. Yep. It's brutal. I hate it. I really do. But back to basketball a little bit. Yeah. You know, Tatum struggled. Tatum was, you know, he was pretty bad last year. I'll admit it. I mean, for those of you who don't know me, I'm a huge Duke fan. So it was pretty hard to like see him struggle as much as he did last year. But, as bad as he was this year, he's been just as good, you know, this year, his third year. His defense, to me, is getting a little bit better. How do you think he's evolved this season? Yeah, I think um, he's taken a big step from last season to this season. Uh, defensively, he's do he's gotten a lot better, but he can even do better. He can honestly be a great two-way player, a great – like Kawhi. He can be a Kawhi, maybe even better, you know. Um, honestly, you know me. I'm a president of the Jalen Brown Club. But Tatum is going to win multiple MVPs. Um, I truly believe that. He's going to be – his length, you know what I mean? He can use mm -hmm. his length on defense. And just he's smooth on the offensive end. Um, he just needs to finish more around the basket through contact. <laughs> but he, got, he started to get a little bit better at that. So hopefully he worked on that, uh, this little break off here we have. <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait to see him back on the court. Hopefully their uh, mojo is right back up where it was. I mean, there's not really going to be any team in the playoffs that are going to want to play the Celtics. And, you know, not to harp on last year too much, but. Being a diehard Celtics fan like us, I mean, it was hard to watch some of those games last year. I mean, we gutted it out, obviously, but it was definitely yeah, it hard was... to watch, you know? Yeah, especially because of the year before, you know? I mean, it's yeah. – I hate – everyone says I hate when everybody blames Kyrie and stuff like that, but the year before when he got injured and, you know, Rozier and them played, they almost went to the finals. And then last year – with Kyrie, everything just fell apart. Now this year, the chemistry's back. How can you tell me it wasn't Kyrie? Right. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about you it. Know. I mean, he's done that basically every team he's gone to. So He's a whiner. I can't. Yeah. He's a yeah. whiner. Yeah, he's definitely I not a leader. I don't like LeBron. Right. He's hanging out with LeBron too much. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. – how do you feel about, you know, the players coming back after this two-month break? Um, my concern, really, I mean, besides everyone, you know, staying free of coronavirus is just soft tissue injuries. You know, hopefully they're going to be given enough time to, you know, ramp things back up. And even if they are, I just – I don't want to see any big injuries from any team. You know, no, no, you, you never want to see injuries for anybody. No, uh uh, but yeah, I if mean, you was... like the injuries for players, I'm not your friend. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely you know. not. I mean, we're uh, kind of the same mindset to where you know we, we want to beat the other team at full strength, we won't, we don't want any excuses, exactly. You know, no, say they beat the Clippers and Kawhi's hurt, they can be like, well, you know, we didn't have Kawhi. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they're always going to say that no matter what, they come up with something. But, um, but yeah, even if they did, what bugs me about, I'm going to go back a little bit to that 16 playoff team, if they were to do that and with the conferences, what's the point? Why? They're all going to be in Orlando. Why the difference? What, like, I just don't understand why that was even a thought. Because <laughs> if you no, see 1 through 16, there's eight teams from the Eastern Conference and eight teams from the Western Conference. So it works out perfect. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously it looks like that one's not going to pass if they're bringing in 22 games scenario. Um, but it is the weird things they throw out there. So is it basically like uh, one through seven's already seated and then the rest of the teams are fighting for the eighth spot? Uh, I have no idea. They haven't released any of the details on that part. I, no, I, all I know is the 16 current teams that are in the playoffs would go and then the other six teams. So I don't know if it the other hmm. – maybe they're making two more spots and maybe the, those six will battle for the last two or something. But that's just me speculating. Um, okay. But they haven't really released anything, but there has to be. You can't take a playoff spot away from some, you know. I mean, it just so they're going there, and then they're going to play what three games and go home. But they were a playoff team. <laughs> it doesn't, you know what I mean? It just, I mean, obviously, obviously, the situation they're in. I mean, they're having to make, you know, questions and answers that none of us thought that we would ever have to be in. You know, so I mean, I. I Got to give them credit for trying to get this under control and figure it out and getting the NBA back up and rolling. Oh, absolutely. Yep. It's a hard job. Definitely. Yeah. No, I think that the two months off is going to benefit a few of our players. Um, Kemba was with his knee. I think it's going to help Kemba with the two months off. Um, Robert Williams just came back, but he could always use some extra rest. Uh, so he's healthy. Cause I'd love to see more Robert Williams. Uh, just, <laughs> I just would. <laughs> uh, who else was injured? Poirier was injured. Um, Gordon Hayward was actually getting really good. He was getting really back to his old self. So maybe a little more time off can help him too. Not that he was doing bad. Um, yeah. He's, that, you know. Sorry to cut you off. Gordon, he's frustrating. <laughs> Some nights he'll go for like 20, 25 points, and then other night he just can't seem to make a shot. I don't know if it's still working his way back from all the injuries, and, you know, he keeps getting injured. No fault of his own. It's just, you know, frustrating. I'm sure he's frustrated too. Yeah. Yeah, he um, he definitely had a bad break. You know, I mean, he, he – what is it? Was it his wrist he broke or something with his hand? Yeah, he got hurt on a screen. Yeah. Yeah. He was out for quite a few weeks with that. You know, I mean, he's unfortunately he always gets hurt at the wrong time. You know, he'd be doing great and then gets injured, sets him back. So hopefully he's strength and conditioning. <laughs> All right. Absolutely, man. <laughs> I mean, what, what teams do you think, or maybe even our players, do you think there's any of, teams or players that you can think of that are going to actually not be able to really get themselves back in shape? Ah, hmm. I mean, the Celtics should be fine because they're, they got a lot of young players. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the Lakers might have issues because LeBron's old. He's what, 35, 36. 
Yeah, 36. An- yeah. Anthony Davis gets hurt walking to the arena for crying out loud. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're, they've got some concerns. You know, Houston maybe might have trouble ramping it back up. Yeah. Now, I'm trying to think, were there any teams? Um, Utah scares me for some reason. They always seem to throttle the Celtics last couple of years. Yeah, but I, I don't seven know. game I mean, series. Who knows? But <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, this, it's hard, such this a crapshoot. This team for the Celtics is. I love this team. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I just really do. And the good thing is, is most of them are going to be returning next year. Um, you know, especially the core. So you get the complete core group that's returning next year, and then you get your young guys and you know. Uh, Williams, but Williams and Williams, uh, Tremont Waters. I'm hoping, hoping they knock him off the two way and sign him next year. Um, but you, you know, next year you'll probably see Poirier go. Wanamaker may not come back. Shemi, and that's the other thing. Shemi was doing really good actually right before we got uh, we got stopped in play. I was shocked. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'm. I'll tell you. I'm for one. I'm hard on him. I always. Because he disappoints me. He just ah, – he disappoints me. But he was really good those few games right before we stopped. So, I'm hoping he gained that little bit of confidence that he needs. Because he could be a really good player. Defensively, oh, he's great. Defensively alone, he's going to get thrown out there, you know. He covers Braun. He covers – you know, he covers Giannis. He's actually – I think he's one of the best players that we throw at him, right? I think him and Jalen Brown, smart. Yeah. Because they're a little at him, though. Absolutely, yeah. Smart can guard anybody. <laughs> that's the thing. Jalen Brown's a great defender. If Tatum can become the elite defender, I believe he is. And then you got Marcus Smart, who's a great defender. You know, you got either Robert um, Robert Williams or Daniel Tice at the center position. That's a good defensive unit. Uh, Kemba Walker isn't the greatest defensive player, but he gives it his all and he tries. He's not Kyrie. You know what I mean? So yeah. he does put in the effort and he's, he tries and it's not, you know, but he's not superior. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just him, we touched on it a little. It's just the injury history, you know, in his knee, it's been a couple of months, but is that something that's going to bug him the rest of his career type of thing or is. Right. Cause he's what? 31 ish. I think. Right. Um, Check real quick. While I'm looking it up, who's your uh, favorite Celtics rookie this year? Uh, Grant Williams. Yeah. Easily. He came in, so he – other, you know, people that have been in the league for years have saying it's like he's been here for years. You know, he's just mature. He knows what to do. He, You know, he's a hard worker. He listens to people. Um, and he always seems to make the right plays. He's not so good at shooting threes. But <laughs> he was <Right>. getting better. <laughs> He's getting better. Uh, but the the other one I would say is Tremont Waters. Um, it's funny because I loved him because I liked watching LSU. So I saw him in college. And I liked that pick in the second round. Um, so yeah, I was excited to get him and I knew what he could do. But, I mean, he's kind of – he's just a playmaker. Yeah. You know, he's he, – He's a playmaker, and I think a lot of people were surprised 
by how good he was. I wasn't because I watched him at LSU, but, um, and then on the opposite end, you got Carson Edwards who lit it up and everybody was talking about and blah, blah, blah. And he, I don't want to say failed this year, but he definitely didn't live up anywhere close yeah. to the expectations people had for him. Oh yeah. He's, he's definitely been kind of a dud this year, but Kemba's yeah. 30. So 30. See? Yeah. That was good. I was kind of thinking Langford was going to be a little bit better. Where were you yeah, at the beginning on I think, him? I didn't honestly know a real lot about him um, coming out because I didn't follow Indy. Is that he Indy played in Indy, right? Indiana? Mm-hmm. Or is he? Yeah. Um, right. I, didn't follow, I didn't know him too much, but um, I looked him up, did some stuff. I think that injury really hurt him. The ankle injury that he got again, injuries setting him back. Because uh, he does, if you when you when they did throw him out there, you did see those sparks of um, what Danny saw in him. If he can put it all together, is another thing. But he's young; mm-hmm. he's nineteen years old. I mean, so nineteen years old coming in with you know and doing these things he is doing, he shows uh, great promise. And whether he'll live up to that ceiling that we all have. Um, but I definitely think he's going to be a good, real good player. And I'm hoping he can be our, our knockdown shooter next year that we need. I don't think it'll be this year because, you know, getting in the playoffs, he's not seeing any time. Um, oh, right. Yeah, no. Yeah, unless there's injuries, know, but, which we don't want. That's, that's the only thing about this team that we don't have is that sharpshooter off the bench. Right. You know, Isaiah Thomas, vet men, why not? <laughs> why not, Danny? Yeah, I think both of us have been screaming for that move for a few months. I mean, no offense to Poirier, none at all. But he just—he doesn't play for one because he's at the end of the bench, and I don't—he's very slow on the court to me. Um, so I would get rid of him and San Isaiah. What's the worst that can happen? Nothing. Right. You know? Yeah. He loves—he loves Boston. He bleeds green still. You know. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, that was right around the deadline. I mean, that was – the move was, like, right there, slapping Ainge in the face. I guess it was too obvious. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's still – black. I don't think there's bad blood because I think Isaiah had, like, retweeted or liked people's comments about him going back to Boston. So, I don't think there's any, like, bad blood there. But, I mean, for vet men, even you – I don't understand. It's worth a shot. He'd fit in perfect with this team. Boston loves him. Um, you know what I mean? He's just mm. – he, he could be that shooter off the bench that we need, you know? Fourth quarter, throw him in. Yeah. I mean, it's either that or, like, put Hayward as, like, your sixth man. Yeah. But like you said, Hayward, you know, one day does great, and the other day he, he yeah. he's not doing so good. And I think some of it, too, is he starts, and he's not the first option. He's not the second option. You know what I mean? So I, I don't think – like in Utah, he was the main option. He's not going to put up numbers like he put up in Utah. Everybody can get that out of their head because we have Kemba Walker and Tatum and Brown and, you know, all these players that need the ball too at times. So people expecting him to put those numbers up that he put up at Utah are just crazy. Yeah, just that's crazy. Not No way. No. So if with him, do you think there's any chance he opts out? No, 
no way. Not at 30 million. Who's going to pay him 30 million? <laughs> I mean, unless he really wants to go back to Utah. Utah. Yeah. I don't know if they'd take him back. I think right? he's still burning his jerseys <laughs> over there. My God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's his wife, too. Like, does she, does she want to move? Right. That kind of thing. You never know. Not obviously not blaming her, but right, yeah. <laughs> obviously not blaming her. But... Yeah. Number four. Yeah. Is a boy yeah. though, right? I think so. First boy. <laughs> three girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I've been here. You know, people talking and making trade scenarios up and blah blah blah. But uh, a lot of people have been chirping about in the off season trading Marcus Smart because he's not a good great shooter. Um, how do you feel about that whole situation? How Marcus Smart impacts this team? Uh, I love him for the most part, but sometimes like end of game type stuff, he needs to pass it. <laughs> I mean, he's, I forget what game it was, but it was like right at the end and like, he just kind of like heaves up a three at the end. I don't like uh, yeah. that kind of stuff. You know, it's like he's not a closer. I mean, you have Tatum, right. you have Jalen, you have Haywood when he's on. It's not smart. I mean, that's the only thing that bugs me is he just, and he never stops shooting, which just depends on how you look at it. He's certainly not afraid to put it up. But then you have <laughs> smart teams like the Lakers that'll like just bait him into shooting. Yeah. And that's a problem. <laughs> and he can pass. He's a great playmaker. That's right. what he needs to stick to, being a playmaker. If you're wide open, take that shot. Every single time, take that shot. Yeah. But he needs to be a pass-first um, point guard. You know, um, It's funny because there was a stat the other day I was looking at. And, I mean, obviously, Marcus Smart has chucked up way more, but I believe – it said that Marcus Smart had a higher uh, three-point shooting percentage than Devin Booker this year. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, he, but he is, and he has improved. Again, you're right. He does, when he's missing, he just keeps shooting and shooting and shooting. That's when I want to be like, shake him. Stop shooting. You know, it's not your <laughs> right. night. Yeah. Then Brad. there's other nights you come out and he hits two threes in a row and you know it's his night. Right. Oh, yeah. You know? So yeah. he's going to be smart. And either know it's his night or know, you know, it's not his night. Yeah, it's a perfect I way to put it. Yeah. You. I disagree with you, though, about him not being a closer. He's absolutely a closer. The plays he makes, stabbing on the floor, his defense, that makes him a closer. Shooting-wise, he shouldn't be closing the games. But he's definitely a closer to me. Um, if you're in a tight, tight game in the playoffs, I'm probably going to stop. I'm going to probably – it depends if Kemba Walker's getting burnt. You know, if Kemba Walker's getting burnt, you throw Smart in there um, for Kemba because then you have the luxury of having Tatum lead the offense. You know, that's the luxury we have. If one of our guys do go down, there's another guy can step up. You know, it's next man up. And we've done that very well this year. So the, coming in back into play, this is the first time all year we're really going to be completely healthy. And that should scare the rest of the NBA. Absolutely. Yeah, I can see the defense and all the intangible stuff for sure with him. 
yeah that would like they were talking about like um a Marcus Smart for say like a Lou Williams or something you know uh, getting in a shooter um but I think Smart does too much for the basketball team I just think you know Stevens needs to pull him aside and be like it's not your night stop shooting right you know or somebody yeah. pull him aside um but because besides that he's an all over, and he's another one that bleeds green you know like Isaiah Thomas like, he just it's in them he loves the city um Everybody who comes here, well, most players that come here love the city. You know, the fans here are like nowhere else, nowhere else. Yeah, I mean, you can't – You he's basically the heart and soul of the team. Like, you be you better be getting like a top ten player in the league if you ever even think about moving him. No, not a top ten player. Smart for – he only makes 15 mil, so, I mean – and that he's that's the thing he's cheap he's worth more than that in today's yeah. you know, in today's thing so he's it's it's kind of a back and forth you know you're gonna get you know the player's worth more than what he's getting going out mm-hmm. right top you know danny danny's tough on trades you know you don't <laughs> he's not i mean he'll trade he'll trade stuff for a pick but i'm <laughs> right. player for player type trades and stuff they don't happen very often no um, they don't just not with him. I mean, gosh, I I don't know. I don't know what he does. He, <laughs> but yeah. hey, we, we have a great team, so I mean, we can't. There's no problem there. We definitely need a shooter, but um, you could just replace Brad Wanamaker with a shooter. You know, mm-hmm. yep. smart as the backup. Have Tremont Water sign, and have him as the third backup for next year. You know what I mean? Yep. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge Brad Wanamaker fan. Um, like he's on and off, he's on and off. Same kind of thing. Won't stop shooting if he's off. And <laughs> think he's hanging out with Smart too much. Um, <laughs> but he can, you know. I see him going. I would like Tremont Waters to take his spot, and then, you know, get in a shooter. Just that—that's the one position we need. Everyone's like center, center. I am perfectly fine with Robert Williams and Daniel Tice and Enos Cantor. I like them. I like that rotation. They all can do different things. Um, it's the staying healthy is the key part, you know, for them. Right. Yeah. Even Cantor too is dinged up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. See, I mean, and all of these guys are going to, you know, that, that rest kind of helped us a little bit going into, I mean, but it helps everybody. It's not mm-hmm. just us. And, but that's good. Everybody's going to be healthy. I think I just hope that their strength and conditioning and getting back in shape. We don't have those tissue injuries, stuff like that. Oh yeah. No doubt. Yeah, health is the premium at this point, rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Boston right now is going in. They got the fifth best record in the league. Um, I know, Mil- what is it, Milwaukee? It's Milwaukee and the Lakers, I know for sure. Who else is above them? Is Toronto? I think it's Toronto maybe above them. And Philly, isn't Philly above them too? No, Philly's Philly's got the twelfth best record. Oh wow! Yeah, that's why we would play them. Um, so yeah, it's Mil- Milwaukee, the Lakers, Toronto, and the Clippers. Mm. Those are the four teams, and we have to go through two of those to get to the championship. And the championship could be against Toronto, so we could have to we could have to beat three out of the freaking four that are above us. Wow. 
Yeah. Yeah, and Toronto's a problem too. Yeah, absolutely. But they they're really good and stuff, but they don't have who's their closer for the game? Lowry? No. Uh I guess it depends. Siakam Siakam is really good. I really like his game. Yeah. You know, but who knows? I don't see Toronto <laughs> winning it all this year. Uh they're very good, but I don't see them winning. I mean, I probably said that last year too. And that's... <laughs> right. <laughs> but don't go by what I say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's tricky. I mean, last year they just kind of caught fire at the right time. Yeah, I like this group that we have, like I said, and it's going to continue into next year, and I like that. Um, so, you know, let's get going back to back, guys. Let's get this one done and, you know, compete for another one next year too back to back yeah i mean it really it's wide open so it's kind of probably before the year we at least i was thinking they were probably a couple of years away from really really competing but with the the shortened season if you will it's really it's it's a crapshoot yeah and uh i honestly believe that this is lebron's last chance to win a championship He's getting older. Um, I just truly believe that. And who knows? Who knows if Anthony Davis is going to resign? He could go to Chicago, where he's from. There's been rumors of that. Um, so yeah, I mean, but what? Who else would Braun pull in? He'd bring somebody else in, right? I mean, that would, that says a lot about LeBron if Davis takes off. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, really, like. They can offer the most money. You'd be playing with LeBron, and you still leave. Right. Yeah. Right. Who knows? Who knows how it all is going to go down? But probably not. Yeah. You know, he'll probably <laughs> stay with them. But I still between you know, Anthony Davis always gets hurt. You know, he's he's glass. Yeah. So you know, if I like I said, I believe this is the last year for LeBron to make that run. Um. So let's stop him. Let's not let that happen. <laughs> oh, we need a Laker. <laughs> the world needs a Laker versus Celtic final right now. That's what it yeah, needs. Oh, God. Yeah, please sign me up. That'd you know. be great. And <laughs> it, to be the team that gets to stop LeBron from winning another title. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that would, yeah. Yeah. I'd be going live right then and there on right? the spot. but um yeah so i'm glad that you know we're trickling into starting to get back into uh sports uh obviously we'll know a lot more thursday if it passes we'll know all the details and um so next week when we you know are on we'll know all the details about the ins and outs of how that 22 game scenario would work um, I guess Damian Lillard is getting his wish, though. Mm. Did you see that? He had post. He said that he's not going to play. He has no chance to get in. You know, like if they were going to bring all the teams back. But uh, but now he has a chance to get in, so he got his wish. <laughs> yeah, basically, he didn't want to risk his health No, he didn't why, have a chance. Which I can't blame him, really. I mean, absolutely. I wouldn't do it either. Yeah. And I'll come back come back and play six games after not playing for two months and then go back home. Well, why? You know, right. it's more, more risk to all those other teams than I, all those other teams and players anyway. So let them stay home. 
let the Knicks stay home. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Brooklyn, Brooklyn's <laughs> in there. Well, how would you feel, though, um, speaking about Brooklyn, if they play the Lakers in the first round, how would you feel if Kevin Durant and both Kyrie Irving are ready to go? Wouldn't that change everything? Oh, yeah, definitely. I haven't I mean, heard I anything about Durant. Has you heard anything on him? No, I haven't recently. Um, but, you know, the time and how, what is it, July 31st, it would start playing. So we'd have, what, another almost two months to get ready. And, um, I don't remember how long his time frame was to get healthy again. Do you? Yeah, it was an Achilles, right? Is that what he did? Yeah, so it's probably over a year, right? Yeah, yeah. When did and he did it in the finals last year? So right around this time of year, last year he did it. So he's right up around a year. So just it'd be interesting. You know, I'm not saying it's probably not gonna happen, but uh, wouldn't that be funny? Kevin Durant and Kyrie against LeBron, <laughs> first round. That would make it interesting. Wow. Then that oh, would have made it interesting. <laughs> yeah, and it's still, what is it? Best three out of five? Is that? Nope, they they're doing regular. Oh, okay. They're doing regular full format playoff. Yep, full format, all seven games. So that's great. I like that though. You know, that's, that's how it's always been. Let's keep it. Same thing with the whole stupid conference thing. Don't switch it up. <laughs> Just do it by conference, like you always do. And that's I, it. I swear they were just spitballing ideas in the media just to get the reaction from people. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course they. They, they always do that. The media is horrible. I can't, especially Boston media, man. Don't even get me going. They are, or most of them are the freaking Tampa Bay News Network now, over there, and <laughs> they're harder on our players and our teams and coaches and everything than anything else. I mean, I just don't get it. You're you're supposed to like the Boston. It's like they hate them, you know. I don't. Mm-hmm. I just don't get – I don't even know how these people are still on air. Maybe it's because they're like that. People, you know, don't like them, and it gets ratings and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a method to their madness, unfortunately. Yeah, and it's never good. Just stir the pot. That's all it is. Stir the pot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Just wait. If, like, a key Celtic player leaves, there'll be dirt thrown from the oh, media yeah. yeah oh yeah absolutely i mean look yeah. at that i think last year when you know obviously they had internal issues with Kyrie and maybe a little bit of terry rosier but um the media made it worse i think the media just made the whole situation worse in the locker room them having to hear about it every day uh you know what i mean i just they didn't help the situation at all no definitely not All right. Well, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to touch base on? No, that's pretty good. I think it's a pretty good first one for us. Yeah. Uh, do you want to tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah, I'm. Uh, we play for titles on Twitter. Follow me there. I'll engage with you. Celtics, whatever other Boston stuff you want to talk about. What's your Twitter, Jess? Uh, yeah, my Twitter is Jessica Snee. And uh, you can also check out at Shooting Jays podcast uh, at Shooting Jays handle. That's our this podcast handle. So check out that as well. Um, 
yeah, um, I'm glad you guys joined us for our first episode. We're excited to get back into uh, basketball here. And next week, we'll have a lot more information about uh, how the league plans to proceed on with the season. So, yeah, and uh, if you have any questions for us, to shoot them to our Twitter handles and we'll talk about them on air. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, shoot any kind of questions. We take, you know, we like answering questions from fans. Like Steve said, we'll engage with everybody on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, just come talk sports with us. That's what we like to do. <laughs> right, absolutely. So, thanks everyone for right. checking out this episode. Bye-bye.